What's up, Automation Nation? Imagine being a fly on the wall on one of my private calls with a new printing team, the kind of questions they ask, and the raw transparency that they get when I'm not doing a highlight on one specific company. Well, today, you're gonna get that chance because I took a meeting with a team in Australia who just bought a printer, and they were asking me many of the questions new teams often ask. In this episode, you'll get to see my truly raw and transparent analysis of the industry, the challenges, in a way that you haven't seen before on this channel, because in my videos, I've always tried to keep it really optimistic and upbeat, uh, and I still feel very excited about the 3D printed construction industry, but there are just some tough truths that I've focused on more off camera than on camera, and it's time to break down that barrier and let you guys see the other side. Yep. Hello. Um, can you hear me? Yeah, it's gone. Yes, wonderful. I can hear everybody. Good to finally meet you. Um, I'm David from Alliance Link Group, and this is our director, Lachlan. Um, yeah, glad to have our meeting. What, what part of the world are you? Like, where are you in the US? In Texas or? I'm in Austin, Texas. That's right. Oh, wow. The most, the best city in, the, uh, in America, I think. It's a good spot for tech and innovation. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Comedy. Uh, look. Yeah, yeah. I um I, I go over to Galveston a bit. I, I have some land over there with a friend. So I um I love Texas. Yeah, I've been down there, good beaches. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, look, thanks very much for catching up. I know you're busy. Um, you know, it's it's a bit surreal for us because we've been following you for years. Um and uh yeah, just everything from going to the world of concrete and, and seeing online. So just um yeah, we, we're sort of new in the industry, I suppose, um, as a bit of a background. We've invested heavily into the supply side of it. So, you know, we're, we're building a lot of stuff, um, mainly in, in China and distributing around the world. But um, we're trying to develop, I suppose, the Australian market for 3D printing. Supply of what? Um, everything. So right across the board, we will be involved in the, uh, the materials. We've got... Um, uh, sort of like uh, uh, trucks that pre-mix the concrete. Um, we're working with universities to run all our robots off solar. Um, we've got tally handlers. Um, we've got remote control concrete uh, screening machines and concrete troweling machines, all remote controlled. Um, yeah. Look, uh, yet? Yeah, yeah. Um, my background is uh, concrete for the last 30 years. I used to work for the government. Uh, but the system building. that you'll be selling, have you operated it? Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, we're, we're operating it at the moment. You you know the system. We we bought um, a system off RIC, ROC Technologies. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, we, uh, uh, yeah, we, we have had some issues with it, but, um, and we're just really trying to learn. Um, we, we've got two builds on at the moment, architectural builds. Uh, each one of them are about, uh, I think, in square foot. I think they're called 5,000, 4,000 square foot. So quite big buildings. Those are done? Um, no, no, no. Okay. They're on land we own, and we're we're literally just going step by step building. I was going to uh, say I should have known about that. No, yeah, I know. Well, believe me, if we thought we were worthy of you, we would um we would have you know reached out earlier. But at the moment, we're usually I see it somewhere on social media. Would you guys? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, no, everything's been very under the radar here because we're having a few you know teething issues. I'm sure other people have as well trying to get our uh, raw materials across correct. the board. Yeah. Yeah. Ex excellent. So 
I mean, not that today was all about, you know, our supply business. It was more about understanding uh, if you were still starting or you're, or you're being involved in this resource sharing business where, and whether that was people resources or just the, um, the data or the, the, you know, the channel that you, you maintain. Yeah. The human robot army is specifically for, uh, it's a separate entity from automate construction specifically for recruiting, uh, people to work in the 3d printed construction industry. So it's a lot of contractors who uh, want to work with robots or young people with degrees in robotic construction or architecture or different things like that. So, uh, I'm probably the only recruiter with a stack of resumes of people that have already printed concrete. Yes. Excellent. Yes. All right. Well, when we, when we learned this, I was speaking with David. Um, David is, as I said, we're, we're very new in the industry. We've only been doing this for sort of two years. I've traveled. My background was I had another construction company and I sold it. And then I took two years to travel around the, the world effectively um, you know, just doing some research of what we we're going to do. And so we're sort of two years in, we've got our system running where we're having some problem. With... Yeah. 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 I'm not. Would you yeah. Visit? <laughs> yeah. So, um, so where we're at, at the moment is our biggest downfall is we're young, you know, where we, we don't know everything and we, we want to know more. And so when, when we heard about this resourcing or recruiting, I'm just wondering, you know, is this a perfect um, opportunity that to see if anyone wanted to come to Australia? Uh, I know David, um, he wants to go to America. So, you know, it was this, this symbiotic thing where, you know, possibly there is some sort of model that we could um, recruit, you know, between the countries because it's pretty exciting to travel anyway, you know? Oh, no question. My audience is 60% international anyway. I'm pretty sure we have a couple people from Australia who are already in the country. Um, I mean, you'd specifically want people from America, not Europe? Absolutely not. I, I, what I, what I want to do is try to develop the industry in Australia. I've got, so look, my background is government. Um, so I've actually got more projects and more buildings that are ready to be 3D printed but I don't, I can't 3D print at the moment because I just don't have the knowledge, the good enough knowledge. Um, but I've literally got 70 buildings that it's been assigned to me. I've got a mining camp and a tunnel that they're all so interested in this technology and they're, they're investing money with me and so forth. But I just don't have uh, the, the knowledge, you know. Um, yeah, I don't think anybody does in terms of a lot of people expect it to be faster, cheaper. People say these things in marketing calls and startup meetings, but who's... Yeah showing the evidence of a faster cheaper product that doesn't exist excellent i'm so glad you said that so so everyone's having the same thing so what what are we finding on the industry worldwide is it do you do you are you given any feedback with costings it's more expensive yeah, of course slower. yeah the everybody before they print i have a lot of calls like this one with you and i'm sure you will print a building at some point i used to tell everybody hey the thing everybody wants to know is how much the printed building costs. So if you share your costs with us on our channel, which nobody's ever done before, it'll be a tremendous video. Even if it's more expensive, people will appreciate so much the transparency. No other firm has given them that level of uh, seeing through. And every single person would tell me, I'm in, let's do it. We're so excited. It's gonna, we're gonna be the firm to show the cost data. And you've seen all my videos, none of them have the cost data in it. So I don't even wanna ask anymore. And the ah! truth is the people who are willing to talk about it privately behind closed doors, it's 20 to 40% more expensive 
on the best of days because the people aren't trained up for it yet. You need material scientists on site. The labor isn't unskilled labor really. And uh, the cement concentration is much higher than typical concrete. Wow, okay, excellent. I love this. This is fantastic. It's not exactly what everyone wants to hear. Um, but I suppose, look, my business model really is, isn't just about, you know, printing houses. Um, you know, so we, we want to try to, I suppose in Australia to see if we can do other things as well and see if there is a market there for, you know, landscapers to print, you know, art of, you know, decorative pieces for the government. You know, is there a market there to print, you know, culvert systems under big highways where they might have to wait three months to get a mold made, you know, can we actually do that? Um, I'm not sure if housing is the only um, housing is what everyone seems to talk about. Like, I, I don't know if it's the only market. Have you got, any businesses in America that are doing totally different things than housing? Yeah, I think some people want to do windmills, uh, okay. seawalls, different kind of patio furniture, potters, all kinds of stuff. It's yeah. a wild west, so there's a lot of room. Like you're saying, I'm sure some of those ideas uh, might work, and I'm sure some of them won't. Yeah, no, 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 that's, that's life, right? Um, so why do you think everyone is still fighting if it's if it's 20 to 40 percent cheap um, more expensive why are they still fighting for the concept is it because they believe it'll become cheaper like yeah. cobot yeah you know they're well invested you know so at least that's why i'm still in it i can't <laughs> speak for them yeah <laughs> okay no excellent like uh, america I don't know what the wages are like in America. I know in Australia, it's very high. Um, you know, anyone working with concrete's probably around that $35 an hour mark, $40 an hour mark. That, that'd be the same with America? Experienced guys, yeah. Yeah, okay. So we're pr pretty much similar with regards to labor costs. Maybe a little less here in uh, like Southern states like Texas, it's cheaper, labor's cheaper. Okay, all right. Okay, so we're really it's 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 about a dream of the future to become good at it, and we can maybe get down. What am I am I right in understanding? It's still about the architectural uh, differentiation, where you can design things, you know, you know that are more. Uh, what do you call this? Yeah, there's a million angles to make it work. Whether it's R and D, your marketing expense, you're getting the curved lines out of it, you're getting added environmental benefit. Uh, what I'm really after is just more cost-effective construction. And so anything that doesn't meet that bar is kind of disappointing, but we'll get there. We'll see. This still yeah. prefab was marketed as faster, cheaper. Uh, it's not. Prefab is usually the same cost, maybe a little bit faster, um, but you're shifting most of the work offsite. So things happen faster onsite maybe. And so they do a lot of prefab, even though it's kind of expensive. So uh, there could be room in the market for something that's not necessarily cheaper. Who knows? Yeah. What, what about faster? Because I mean, obviously there's all it's no, not. Is it not faster? From, yeah. Okay. So just doing the walls, it's not faster. Okay. Is anybody doing the um, you know, foundations and things like that? Yeah. Some people have printed form work for the foundations and then maybe you hook a hose up to the printer so that it's kind of pushing the conch, but you still got to float it by hand. Uh, yeah. Okay. 
what about as a combination like where you can actually not just do the walls where you can um you know have these other not robots but you know remote controlled troweling and remote controlled leveling and and like trucks that you can mix your own concrete on site things like that what about them is it is it happening anywhere else in the industry over there oh yeah everybody's trying their own innovations and stuff yeah okay but not not sure about it, the impact yet. Okay, I, I look. I mean, we're going to be no different to everyone else, I suppose. Well, guaranteed, humans are the same, probably. So, um, they're we, all different. In my opinion, they're all different. Everybody tries unique stuff, and that's the best part. If they were all uh, if they were all the same, my job would suck. But as long as everybody keeps trying new things, it's okay that the technology isn't there yet because every step matters. It's just getting there. Okay. Cool. All right, well, forget about the 3D printing thing. It's not as if we're going to just stop or just keep fighting the fight. Um, what about this resource um, in, into between the countries? Um, do, you, do you have anybody that wants to come to Australia? Well, that's only right now for 3D printing. So it's only sourcing jobs for 3D printed construction companies. But you got the RIC printer, so uh, that would make you eligible for sure. Uh, I am pretty sure we have people in Australia. I can double check i'm working with a girl who's a professional recruiter she knows all the right questions to ask about what you guys are looking further in the roles and stuff uh Fair she enough. was mad at me when i tried to handle one of those meetings myself and i didn't have the right info so if you guys are yeah, interested yeah. in that we can hook you up with a call with nicole and uh get you the details on the human robot army stuff but it's basically a a 10 fee because we're new to it and wanted to undercut all the other recruiting companies uh and i market it from my audience at automate construction so they all know what they're getting into other construction companies hired for 3d printed concrete and the people thought it was going to be push a button and you get a house they don't realize it actually is a lot of hard work and grit and it's a real construction yeah. job with concrete uh so yeah. the people my audiences they know what they're getting into and they got that kind of extra passion to keep them going on the hard days yeah yeah no no for sure look um yeah we we all pump concrete and we all get dirty on the day we have to build so that's for sure but we we are close we uh plan to start on the 15th of november on this build um well, yeah definitely look i mean i've invested a bit uh, we've got the land all cleared we're just waiting on permitting from um council we're building a little bit different um we, like an architect which works for me he's um it's not like the square homes that you see anywhere else in the world. Like this is going to be like a, like an architecturally pretty much like using the 3d print, like a formwork. Good choice. Um, so there'll be, yeah, we're going to be backfilling a lot, but we've, we've also built or come up with a truck that we mix our own concrete on site and batch it. So instead of having, you know, ready mix coming to site, we're actually doing it on site, which we save about 40% in the concrete. So, I mean, like everyone else, I suppose, we're hopeful that I don't care if we're not cheaper. I mean, I'm charging the same as what I'd charge a normal build, but I, I really need to become a little bit quicker. Um, so all the houses are going to be identical, but they're going to start from a very architectural design. So, yeah. Anyway, we'll see how we go. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah I'd, I'd love I to know. RIC has a print in Muscatine. They did one house in the... The print quality was really good. Yeah. I saw you know the videos. It looked like they went really slowly, though. Very. Have you spent a lot of time with RIC? Do you know them? Yeah, I hung out with those guys 
a few times. I visited them once or twice in California and had uh, a beer with them in Austin when they came to visit one time. Uh, I communicate yeah. with them maybe quarterly or so. Yeah, cool. I think they use Elquist, right? They RIC, I think it's more Elquist that do the building and then maybe RIC supplies. They but work anyway, with yeah. Elquist. I think they both had crew members on site for that one build, but they were supposed to do 10 homes and they only got one up. And now it looks like Alquist is going to Colorado. They were supposed to do 200 in Virginia. They got two up. Alquist is like a all talk. That's what Alquist was going to come to Australia. And I said, look, I, I didn't think it was going to work, but yeah, I'm, I, I'm glad you told me that actually. <laughs> Thank you. Which is a lot of companies. It's like Elon says the cyber truck yeah. was going to be here three years ago. Where's my cyber truck? But I still great. Alquist does great work too. It's just how it is. Like yeah. that's the startup world. I think at the end of the day, it comes back to what we're talking about here is we um, like David and I and uh, Howard, which is in our team, I suppose um, that are just putting together this sort of this first one. We, we make plenty of mistakes, right? And we go out and we print and we work hard and we get up and then, you know, something fails. Um, it's an so game. It's, it's the depth of the knowledge I think that's going to make a difference. And th that's why I'm interested in seeing if, you know, I can financially make something work to bring someone across. Have you talked to the um, Hive 3D Builder guys? I have not. They'd I've be been, good to talk I've to. I've been super quiet, really. Yeah, they're I the just, only group with a batch plant mixer truck like you described. Okay. Excellent. Um, I would love to talk to me. I mean, I, I don't know how open the industry is. I'm, over in Australia, we feel like, well, we are, we're worlds away. <laughs> so, um, yeah, those guys are pretty open. I think they'll, uh, they'll probably want to talk to you all. Should I just give them your email? I would love it. Absolutely, man. That'd be, that'd be so, so kind. So cool. yeah, definitely. Um, what about, what about putting tents up? Have, have anyone started doing that in America? Like, like full on, you know, tents over their builds so they can. No, they haven't done that. I don't think in America, some groups have done tarps for shade in uh, Phoenix and Texas. I haven't seen any tents. The tent is like twenty or $50,000 for a big tent like that. So uh, that's really a big challenge to make work from a cost perspective. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I manufactured mine in China and I shipped them to Australia, but uh, they're big inflatables, so you can put them up in a day and pull them down. So nice cheaper i suppose but again we're we're all it's all good in theory and i can spend the money but until um until i print everyone a house you know i'm just like everyone else <laughs> yeah, i mean in theory you scale up one day you make a thousand of these systems so if you buy the wrong stuff for the first system or the second system it doesn't matter down the line as long as you figure it out yeah yeah who, who do you think is the the most on top of this is it is it a cobot no no way. Gobad has no idea what's going on. They sell their printers and then it's like a, who knows what happens next. It's uh they figured out how to make the printer and they sold it. That's it. They don't operate it themselves. Uh, right. There's a lot of R and D that's just totally on the customers. So, and that goes for all the companies. Nobody is like doing much better than that. The ones who seem like they are, it's because they're not sharing a lot. Like I'm here in yeah. Austin, but I only get to visit icon a couple times a year because they're not showing so much to the public. I'm sure they're having yeah. a lot of struggles. All the other groups are. They've spent a lot more money. They have things like, it seems like air conditioning cooled in their hose as it's being delivered for the concrete so that it doesn't heat up too much. Um, yeah. And a lot of other cool, like a truck for mixing on site, of course. And then you have Diamond yeah. H2. They're doing all kinds of different automations with, uh, I think, nine different tools they're up to out of 27 tools they want to put on their gantry system. 
I saw that. Yeah, yeah, that is pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, look, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I keeps, I struggle with Rick to be honest, like because, uh, and look, I probably shouldn't struggle as much knowing that everyone is, you know, yeah, it's across the, same. the board. Yeah, um, but when you spend a lot of money on something, you go, shit, can you at least get us a manual? <laughs> you know, what plugs into what, that sort of thing. So, but anyway, that's what we're all working on, I suppose, and working towards. So, yeah. Yeah, it's tough. Um, and sometimes I'll be on like a, a route to film a bunch of companies and stuff will happen, whether the material went bad or things, prints don't always happen when they're supposed to. Almost everything gets delayed twice as long as it's supposed to be, but it's just how it is. Yeah. Wow. Oh, what what a what a game we decided to get into. Constructions <laughs> like that too. Oh, oh, look, construction is is archaic. You know, like I mean, in Australia here anyway, it's like it seems everyone everyone's got a plan. You know, they get out on site and they kick the dirt a bit, and then half the guys don't turn up here in Australia because they're um, <laughs> it's very lifestyle driven. You know, but in Australia, there's there's definitely problems in construction across the board. So, yeah, America too. Oh, no excellent um all right mate look i i i really would love some information um and now i know that you're over there i come across to the states at least sort of once or twice a year cool. um generally to line up with a world of concrete or something else um but yeah look these those other guys um hive i i'd love to have a chat to them for sure you know we might be able to share some intel the way I see this is the more I can share, whether it's, you know, manufacturing, you know, tips or, you know, products out of China or, or anything, you know, it's, it's only going to help us. We're struggling at the moment. We don't even, our print material, like we're bringing stuff in from America and it's just, it's costing us a fortune. Because That's I funny. You guys it. are bringing stuff from America. People bring stuff from Europe all the time from America. I wonder if they might be shipping it from Europe to America to Australia. Ridiculous. Yeah. It's crazy, and and I and I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure why it's so difficult at the moment. But certainly, um, you know, Rick doesn't want to give us the secret formula, um, so we're we're needing to solve those problems soon. <laughs> it's hard to find the right ingredients locally. You need really dry mix, uh, and a lot of the parameters can be unreliable. So you order a certain size aggregate; it's not exactly the same. And on a regular site, it doesn't matter, but Printing is so sensitive, it does matter. So they probably just yeah. don't want to go through that whole process of sourcing the material. I know that in the past, they've been able to develop their own mixes to some degree, but they didn't use them for the house they were going to do in Muscatine. So it's the whole thing is so unexplored. There's no uh, hard evidence on a lot of these claims. Yeah, look, we're just looking for the basic, what the basics, you know, ingredients are. Um, I've got the biggest concrete company, uh, they're owned by Heidelberg here in Australia. Um, they're, they're doing all my bagging. They're doing all my mixing and testing. Uh, they've actually even given us a part of their national network to, um, distribute for it. But the problem is like, you know, I, I, I'm still, you know, learning what needs to go in each of the mixes now. Yeah. I've got That's some way too much cement. Start with that. Yeah. 45%. <laughs> yeah. Correct. Yeah. And geopolymers, have you had any sort of luck or feedback over there? Obviously, there's... I'm not got sure the, I believe um, in those yet. That's what the university... So the University of Queensland, they're uh, doing our testing and um, and partnering with us. They gave us a grant or whatever. And when I went and said, oh, what about geopolymers? They, they pretty much told me it's a myth. It's it's 
it's other it's not geopolymer other they call it something different anyway but yeah they're still trying There's to alkali based it. reactions and silica based reactions and some people will say one or the other is or isn't a geopolymer but i am suspicious about the whole thing because it just looks like cement and they say all this fancy stuff about how the silica gets rid of the water concentration but at the end of the day they're still just mixing it with water and letting it cure like concrete uh it's red sometimes it's white sometimes but concrete can be dyed i gotta see uh i'm not a material scientist but it's very suspicious yeah <laughs> mate i i love the honesty i really do i really appreciate yeah i mean i don't really i'm a journalist because i need primary sources to believe stuff so unless i really someone really needs to drill it into my head for me to get it <laughs> yeah yeah no don't worry i'm uh, yeah like it's it's a it's just an interesting journey but i i just there's been so many people that haven't just been straight like it's all good and well to buy something from someone and ship it into the country and develop it like we've um you know we've we've got now kuka you know direct saying oh well if you build because we're building them onto trucks so we're doing it a bit different we're building them onto trucks and trailers so we do nothing in a factory we've got everything onto trucks and trailers um David, actually, screen share if you can, because I, I I don't want to hold you up too long, and I'll let you go. But I'll just show you some of the things that we're that we've built and um, just do I have to do well. something to make that possible? No, oh, I think you guys David, are, it's your meeting. Yeah, yeah, David will screen uh, share. Yeah, I'll send it to the chat if that's probably easiest. I just realized you guys were recording. Please don't publish this. Oh no, definitely not. I just I just need to try. To, I didn't know what we could find okay. out today so but definitely wouldn't publish we're not even on social media yet so just letting you know that we are holding everything back until we get it right um and then the the first person we'll get over or we'll see if we can will be you <laughs> yeah i'd appreciate that what about environmental jared is are people interested in in this like um you know driving off solar or um it, yeah is it real or do you think it's all just another marketing gimmick environmental yeah instead of having instead of having generators and so forth you know running all your systems off solar i don't know i've never seen that can solar do three phase yeah yeah of course yeah yeah i've done it i, I, I just built it i'm gonna yeah david i've only got two photos there that's of the trailer but yeah i've seen the rig system is it the same trailer they have on their other your custom trailer no no this one's not but um i haven't actually even seen their trailer um they have, I don't know if it's a trailer that. or a track system i guess i saw oh yeah i think they've got a little like a little buggy or a track system so this is yeah. different yeah yeah so this just goes on the back of a you know a pickup truck or whatever and you can just take it to site and move around actually it's exactly the same as that last upload you did with the mud muddy muddy robot oh the rail yeah so you can see there's um We've built a container pod that's wrapped in solar that drives the robotic systems and drives the pumps and everything. So it all runs off the sun. Very cool if it prints. Oh, look, it drives everything. We just need to get our mix right. And, and because we're kids at it, we don't know what we're doing. We're going to need to either get someone who knows how to 3D print and, and work with them, or we'll just learn the slow hard way, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I like how much different stuff you guys are trying. Everything, basically, all the pieces of equipment, you're just going right for it. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and because we're sort of lucky, like I know America doesn't like China or, or vice versa. Um, in, in Australia, we're so close to them. And in Australia, we've got no factories. So we're like this barren land, I suppose. We're, we're cattle farmers, but we don't really have factories to manufacture our stuff in our country. So um, so I've got six factories in China that I do everything, all the remote control technology, concrete machinery. I get it made there, rebrand it, and then ship it to, you know, whatever location. Most American companies do that too. Oh, okay. <laughs> David, have you got any more photos, mate? Um, like of the, the mixer truck. Yeah, yeah they talk yeah. like they don't like China sometimes, but obviously, like RIC has no problem doing business in America. Yeah, exactly right. Oh, they and yeah, America's like a power nation. So, if you were into any supply and you're not doing it in America, you're foolish. I think. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So that's the mixer truck, which is very different to the truck that you had on your, um, uh, your show, your podcast. Yeah, that was so Hive, I think. Yeah, Hive, yeah. So this particular one, you, you you buy the unit and then you just have the raw materials on site and it's all uh, calibrated. So you just pick up each of the raw materials that goes into the barrel and you mix it dry. So you have five ton of dry mix and then you pump it straight into your pump. So it drops into the pump and, and mixes with water. Into so your you pump. need to dose it yourself. Correct. So you, you, you dose the water yourself, yeah. And the different cement and aggregate. Yeah, yeah. So you literally have um, each of those materials, and as you pick it up, it measures it, and you put it into your calculation, obviously, um, and then you keep it dry in there, so it doesn't matter, you know, how much you use. You got I'm a sort of scientist. Thinking, yeah, we're at the university. I'm not one. Nice. Definitely not. Yeah, I'm, we'll uh, but at the university. Yeah, and and we've just we've just uh, employed a an engine, not an engineering, an art, a civil engineer, and he's doing his PhD in in um you know in materials but again Perfect. we're not there you know yeah yeah so but this this concrete so over here in australia we're 300 a cubic meter or 250 a cubic meter we can produce it with this machine at 100 a cubic meter if you can print it that's good uh, yeah 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 that's um and when you say that, I, I keep thinking, I wonder what he means by that, if you can print it, but as in the consistency. You don't know if, like, you're doing that cost analysis, but you don't know whether that mix is going to work yet. Nobody ever knows if a mix is going to work yet until they print it in that region. Like, even Heidelberg, who mixes, tests, does all their stuff in the lab, they go somewhere new, they try to mix their material, it doesn't work the first time. So, nobody yeah. has, it's hard for me to imagine anyone getting it down to a hundred dollars a yard just because nobody's done that yet so maybe there's something you guys could do no no absolutely and i'm i'm more on your i'm more on your thinking than what we are um I but i believe people reason... are going to improve stuff like there's no question it's going to yeah. get better so maybe there's no reason to think you guys wouldn't be the team to do it Does yeah that, yeah, um, yeah no we'll just yeah that include our additives in that calculation that could be skewing it we might have yeah, yeah. Sorry. So, so with with regards to this machine, like, so we're not just printing. I don't believe you can save enough to just print the walls. So my idea is, I believe three D printing the 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 value in it is everything else as well. So the driveway that goes to the house, the the slab. So with this machine, we can do the slab, and 
and with the automatic um, uh, uh, laser leveling machine, we can laser level the slab without, you know, so many people on there. So I'm more looking at the whole picture of the build rather than just doing the walls, only because our wages in Australia are, are huge, but plus it's hard for us to get skilled labour. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, so it'll be interesting when, when we do do this to go, okay, and we're going to make so many mistakes. The first build is going to be so ridiculously expensive. But it doesn't really matter because we've got sort of like a uh, – it's going to be – it's a medical facility, so they're paying like well above what they'd normally pay, um, particularly what we're building for them. So It's a good use case because they're yeah. usually very airtight buildings, and I know that's important to medical facilities. Correct. Yep, yep. So um, we're doing the shell, and then they go and fit everything else into it. So – but um yeah look so that's some of our stuff that we're doing um uh, this solar drive is what's getting us the traction like we we got a a grant for it um only because in australia they're really especially the big construction companies if you can show building uh zero impact on the environment they're very interested but again we're, i know the real innovations the, in the truck yeah yeah <laughs> yeah definitely yeah so getting getting it right is going to be right going to be important. It's a big deal if you can mix Volume. on site. Nobody's doing that really, except for Hive, and some of the yeah, bad okay. mixers are doing mix on site. Yeah, well, that's that volume volumetric truck. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Hive is using a volumetric route truck. Yeah, so they but they have to send that out from a factory, don't they? They don't own the truck, or they do. They own the truck. They bought the truck and they send it to the concrete plant load it up with concrete and then uh mix the uh it gets the dry mix loaded up and then they mix it with the water on site i believe correct yeah yeah that's what yeah i i, I it's going to be so interesting to see if it works that's for sure but anyway it's all uh that's the game at the moment um look i don't want to hold you up it's 10 o'clock so i don't know how much time you know uh we we allocated but uh, look i really appreciate your honesty mate it's it's been refreshing um it's and good yeah, hopefully we can stay in contact, eh? Yeah, absolutely. I would be uh, remiss if we didn't, especially if you guys get printing. Hopefully you guys get lots of footage. And even if I'm not able to make it to Australia, you guys can just send me some clips and I can edit something together that gets you on the page. Yeah, yeah. Record everything. Yeah, definitely. We're recording everything from start to finish. We, we Excellent. That's, yeah. All right, mate. Thank you very much. I really appreciate your time. It's been uh, It's been great. Likewise. Looking forward to next time. All right. Thanks, Eric. Yeah. Thank nice to meet you too, David. Bye. Thank you, David. Was that freaking cool or what? And the funny part is they even left in what they said after the podcast. So let's see what they said about me. All right, mate. Oh. Um, what's that? Oh, sorry. Yep, good. Yeah. So, um, oh, look, that was not really what I thought it would be. Um, but... It's the first catch up, you know, and you know, he's, I think Cynical. you, yeah, I, I suppose because I've seen so many videos of him and, and like he's acting on stage, you know what I mean? Because that's his business. He's got to, you know, be excited and this is what they're doing. And it's all, it's all this and that. Um, he has to keep up that sort of uh, level of enthusiasm. Um, but I suppose because he's been around so long, um it is what it is you know like he we're, we're all humans and he was just being honest then you know mm -hmm. 
which is so but which is it's useful very it's very useful in a way these guys are totally right in my videos i'm kind of acting and portraying the industry in a positive light uh and i'm certainly holding back some punches but you can tell in a video if somebody makes a claim i don't agree with i'll always make a point to call it out or mention it my excitement for the industry is very real. I believe in the future of construction automation. That's what got me in it four years ago, and that's what keeps me working on this every single day. And that's not stopping anytime soon. The best way to move forward is with truth, transparency, so that people can focus on the important problems to solve and go ahead without worrying on or relying on uh, bold, un proven claims to get investors. That's really just not the way a mature industry behaves. So now as 3D printing takes over the world of construction, uh, it's time to level up some of the sales strategies, focus on the true aspects of the industry, and explain to investors that it will be R&D that unlocks the 100x or 1000x startup type returns that you see with scalable technology innovation like construction's never really seen before.